0: Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another Uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie?
1: I'll swing from the chandelier as long as, you know, it's fun for me too. Paula? It's not like he's feeding him to me while I'm on my knees.
0: Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth.
1: Welcome to the Ugly Truth, everybody. Hello, it's episode 220, a nice even number. Ugh, ugh. Hey, that's pretty good for being exhausted. Not too shabby. No, I always, I always have to. We always have to judge our ugs. That's how we kind of know how the show's going to go. Hey, what do they say? <laughs> Fake it till you make it. That's the story of your life.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. That's don't your tell, motto. Don't tell Victor.
1: <laughs> well. Anyway, you're like gross. <laughs> no, not gross. I'm just like I'm trying to say something not unkind. So I'm just not going to say <laughs> anything at all. I'm just kidding. I don't
0: fake my orgasms.
1: Well, I I would hope not. No,
0: I've never I people have asked me that before like, you know, have you ever faked it? And I'm like, I would never give someone the satisfaction of faking that's, an orgasm. If they if they don't it. get me there, I'll just sit there and just stare at them. <laughs> really just be like no and especially they're like are you close i'm like no not even not it's
1: just not not gonna happen. happen i hate that i hate that when it happens too because it's like yes let's do the one thing that that makes the human body feel absolutely unbelievably great the one thing that makes everybody feel amazing and no i'm not feeling it yes i'm i'm not caring give me a break especially when you're like, like really, you
0: know, it's just not going to happen. You're just I like, this it. is not even like, we are not even close to the ballpark. We are it's still like, th- like three blocks away. <laughs> and they're just like, and I'm just like, just go just, yeah, just do your thing. because I I don't want I don't even want to talk about it. It's just not going to happen. So I am with you. I hate it. And they're like, "Come on, what what can I do to try?" And I'm like, "Just stop talking. Don't. There's nothing you can do to try. There's Whatever you're doing nothing. right now is not working. I can't guide you enough. I mean, clearly, it's it's <laughs> it's you. Well, it's <laughs> of true. Of course, well, talk about uh, deflating their sales.
1: You know. Well, yeah. Well, if, unless they've already you know come and gone, then it doesn't well, matter anymore. Well, that's true but
0: I'm not mean I'm not gonna sit there and be like it's you you're not doing you're not good enough
1: you're not doing it and like the men that have failed in the past I I can get myself there (laughs) if I have to and I've done it let me tell you wow that's talent listen if I'm well look if I'm coming to the party, I'm coming to the party. I'm not gonna sit there and waste my time and be some kind of receptacle. I'm like, no, this is not a one-way street. I'm going to get off. I'm. Ha- it's happening, and you know, it's really frustrating too because it's not regular. That doesn't happen very often. You know, I'm almost always no problem. Oh, well, I can sure, get there. yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it does happen, usually usually what it is and you know i've been with the same person for a long time now so it's been a long time since i've had the booty calls and stuff like that yeah yeah but yeah. usually it is he's trying something new he wants to do something he saw you know like know. I'm, s- I'm so over the can't you just try reverse cowgirl and I'm like I don't no. want to do it like how many times do I have to say I don't want to do reverse cowgirl I've done it I hate it I don't want to do it again it I touches wa- nothing I have to stare at your ugly leg hands <laughs> and I have to and you stare at my fat ass how is this hot why is this sexy like I, I don't get it it's like they're it, there is nothing in it for me at all
0: i know selfish i, know. <laughs> I it's just just and not to mention it touches nothing no
1: and it's all it's odd
0: you feel like you're being stabbed in the in the the
1: tailbone yes it's like everything that makes you have an orgasm is exposed to the elements except for your butt it's like what what is this this is awful I'm like, and there's nothing you're going to touch with anything that is not near you. Like, I'm not letting you use your limbs to try to do anything funky. It's not happening. I'm all for an adventure in bed, but when it's clearly not going to happen, can we just... Can we just do doggy style or something? Yeah, right. Can we just do something else? Go to you know or can whatever. We, yeah, can we? I mean, I'll swing from the chandelier as long as you know it's fun for me too. Right? God. Right. But yeah, no. I've I've come to the and I take that. I say that I, <laughs> I have mastered <laughs> the the skill of if it's not going to happen, I can literally just get myself into the zone, and get it done. Get to, get to a place. Yeah, I can get to a place, I go into my file, find something that will work, and get it done. And, you know, on the added benefit is that it's usually quite a turn-on for the other person to see that happen. And well, so of course it, it was. Or better. is, yeah. Is, yeah, it was.
0: No, it is. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> back in the day when it was, you know, when I was dating, let's say. yeah. I use the term dating loosely, by the way. I've
1: never officially dated anyone.
0: Well, I was I did date. And yes. so back in the day when I was dating and things were new and different and, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I never anticipated that happening.
1: Right. Because
0: right. it's just not not right away, at least. No.
1: Well, it takes time to get to know but yeah. and I'm not and I am I've definitely, you know, the booty call days or the you know, I guess you could call it dating days. (laughs) I was not that free, you know, when it came to sex. I mean, sometimes, but usually that that was because I was, you know, intoxicated. But, you know, normal, non-monogamous sex... You know, I was not that free with myself. Like, hey, hold on, let me just let me just whip out my dildo and take care of it in front of someone. You know, because that's not frightening. No, they'd be like, "Oh my god, you're into big black dicks? Wait a minute." you know
0: hold on God. I didn't know <laughs> you don't up just w- suction a cup to it to the to the <laughs> ground do you actually what would be hilarious you know what oh you just- have
1: carpet I'll be in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> meet
0: me in the shower
1: yeah seriously though I that's kind of a hilarious joke if you wanted to get someone out of your house that would be so funny <laughs> I would do that I'd be like hold on a second let's see which toy am I pulling out for this person <laughs> this bring, giant bring thing. like a backpack yeah, I'd be like, okay, let's see how this evening's going to go. Oh, my. That'd be my funny gosh. as hell. See, you now I miss being single just for that alone. That's <laughs> That's hilarious. the only thing. I know. Absolutely. Actually, I don't miss being single. No. I, I feel for single people. I really do. I could never do the Tinder thing. I don't know how they do it. I really, you did it. You did Tinder. I tried to, I, did, I did Tinder wasn't around
0: when I was oh. single. But oh, okay. there was you didn't like have to swipe. There was match and there was some uh fish thing or oh like right that. if you wanted no, to okay pretend Cupid you keep it and uh, the plenty of fish one the fish uh, under the yeah sea, some fish th- yeah the fish one where you had to pretend that you were christian
1: <laughs> or something. something like that there's they, one called they were all called, garbage yeah there was one called jew date i heard about i would have done um, that one <laughs> you would have
0: <laughs> yeah Not i don't that. know Why not? Why not? Hey, I mean, you you want to be with a gentile? A gentile. (laughs) Give me a call. (laughs) I can't get enough of the Hebrew National hot dogs. So apparently, so that sign was so funny. (laughs) I can't believe it. They taste so good. There's something about them. They have like a sausage flavor. I don't know what it is. We're not talking about Jewish men's penises. We're talking about the Hebrew National Hot Dogs. It's not your average Oscar Mayer. It's like, you know... It's like an upgraded hot dog.
1: Hebrew, Na- see, the the kind we, I, we have purchased the Hebrew Nationals. I think what we normally get, oh, what do we get? There's a couple, not Casper. I don't know. There's a couple. Hebrew National might be the one we get. It's, it's gluten-free, right? They are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, and whenever you can find something gluten-free that actually tastes good, you're going to eat it. Yes. Lips and assholes are typically gluten-free, so... Shocking. What a shocking
0: revelation. And I said that to Ryan the first time. I'm like, you know what hot dogs are made out of? He's like, what? And I'm like, lips and assholes. And And he's just like, oh, my God. He thought it was the funniest thing he's ever heard. So now every time we get hot dogs or something like that, he
1: starts starts giggling (laughs) because he just knows what they're made of. That is so funny. Oh, so speaking of, I was going to tell you this, how funny that it came up when we were talking about dating apps. There's a new, I don't know if it's an app or what whatever, but it's called haterdater.com. So it's Hated. like hate date, but with E-R. So haterdater.com. And basically what it is, if you, if you you want to go to it, you can, you list all the things you hate and then, if you, then you find like-minded people who hate the same things you do. So it's like if you hate people who chew with their mouth open or if you hate people you know, Republicans or I don't know, whatever. Um. If you hate, if you hate something, you list, I hate this or I hate that. And if it's super niche, it's probably even better because you can hate it together and then you might actually make a match. I think it's brilliant. I mean, can you imagine falling for someone and loving them and going, I am a huge Giants fan? They go, oh my God, I hate the Giants. You're like, what? Well, we can't be together. I mean, no. It
0: wouldn't, it would never work. But I mean, what, who wants to start a relationship on the
1: premise of negativity? Oh, please. People love to hate things together. Are you kidding? I mean, we, that's, that's kind of a, it's kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, I know but, what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You but, know what I mean? Like, yes. you know, oh, we
0: started on this website talking about all the things we hate. <laughs> and it's just like, that's terrible. <laughs> Meet someone who hates the same stuff. I think it's awesome.
1: I think it's a we hilarious idea. We hate open idea. mouth breathers and Like wait. I hate okay, Here's a couple of examples that they use. I'm looking at it now. Meet someone who hates the same stuff. Trump, well, that's pretty much everyone. Slow walkers, agreed. Paying extra for guacamole. <laughs> Oh, for God. It's superficial. It's not meant to be real. These are all just common sense. Well, I mean, some people don't have the tempers that we do. In fact, we were, I will tell you about this, when we we had to take Malia to cheer camp in Santa Clara, which I love. I love Santa Clara because I was... Raised there for a while, and I hate the traffic in Santa Clara. It wasn't bad at all, but we were at a like one of the nicest grocery stores. It was a Safeway, but it was like a freaking Neiman Marcus. It was so beautiful. So we walk in, and I'm going through, and I'm like, I'm in such a good mood because I'm in the Bay Area, and I feel like I'm home, and I just love it. And then all of a sudden, this walrus of a woman is walking about 0.02 miles per hour looking at everything around her like this is the most beautiful day she's having and I'm like and I'm like I'm rolling my eyes I'm huffing and I'm like I hate slow walkers I really really do I just want to get around you immediately and just move on with my life and you're really putting a stamp on that I I I want to throttle something, not her, but you know, right. So I can see, okay, so maybe someone like me who has a lot of hate in their heart would love something like this. Maybe I'm the kind of person that they would be reaching out to. No, I think you're too hateful. You think I'm too hateful for haterdater.com? I do. (laughs) think you'd end up with like a serial killer. Oh, well, oh, okay. So my new drink is gin and tonic. I really just love gin and tonics. And they're really refreshing. It's like crisp and it's just such a good summer cocktail. And you can have them super weak so you don't get hammered. And um, I read a thing yesterday that said people who like gin and tonics are probably psychopaths. It what? Me, I know, because apparently people who are psychopaths like bitter and salty and 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 gin and tonics can be bitter, but I don't they don't taste bitter to me. So maybe I'm a psychopath. So, yeah, maybe I am the crazy person that no one wants to meet on haterdater.com. I don't know. Very possible. So anyway, <laughs> I uh, speaking of kill, I thought I killed my fish the other day. Are you starting with small animals? Is that what this
0: is?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, serial killers. usually Start with small animals. Exactly. So we have this beta. Not the one. This is the new one. This is a new one. Uh, The old one finally croaked. The one that had a giant growth on its face. That one finally was killed. God. Um, I did not even kill it. It was miserable to
0: watch. I wanted to
1: kill it, and no it one would allow it. It was depressing, and I'm just like, God. I'm like, kill this the thing is just floating death. I know. It was awful. It was so bad. So finally, that one went away. We got a new tank, and the motor in the filter died, and the cost to replace the filter was as much as what we paid for the tank. So I said, screw it. I'm going to get a brand new tank. So I got this really nice tank, bought some new sand, and it was time to put the fish in the tank now betas are very sensitive creatures they're like geckos you can't really mess with them too much they get stressed really easy mm-hmm. and so you really shouldn't move them for around a whole bunch now i know all of this now unlike you who refuses to discuss you know your adventures with animals and the mistakes that you've made i have no problem telling people if i screw up so i i decided okay we're gonna put the thing in the thing and it's gonna be great well it all went according to plan and then like two days later the the tank is full of algae and it's like what the hell I've conditioned it everything's new I rinsed and washed everything and I just I'm like well I've got to clean it again I can't leave it like this so I took the fish out gingerly and I put it in a fresh little thing of water so that it would be safe it like, lost its damn mind. It started, like, freaking out. I thought it was going to leap out of the bowl it was in. And I felt the water. It was clean. It was not too hot or too cold, so it shouldn't have done anything. It was just really, really mad. And Because I had just cleaned it, like, two days before. When you switched it over, did yeah. you put half of the original tank water? Yeah, I did it all correctly. So there was, there would, it wasn't, it wasn't in pain. Because, honestly, if once, the, if, if the water is bad, it's going to kill a fish, like, instantly. It's not going to... Well, yeah, because that's the only thing I could think of. Me is, too. Is
0: that maybe, like, you didn't blend the water. And right. And so...
1: Because you're supposed to do half and half. Yes, because I've done this before. So, I mean, it th- nothing unusual. But the fish was not happy. And I kept going over there going, God, what do I do? Because, I mean, even if I put it back in the tank... Uh, the tank's half empty now, and I'm like, "Well, I don't know, you know." So anyway, it finally calmed down. <clears throat> I finished the process. I slowly, you know, integrated it back into its tank, and it immediately s- floated up and got s- and allowed itself to get sucked into the filter, like the the vent where the filter was. Oh my god! And I'm like. Oh, my God. I go, I think I just killed the fish. And Daryl's like, what did you do? And I'm like, I, I don't know what I did, but the thing is not happy. And so we had to unplug the filter and let it float. And it kind of floated around. Now, it's it's been about a week, and the thing seems to be recovering. But, of course, the tank is full of algae again. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not... I mean, I'm just going to buy a chemical and kill it because not the fish, the algae. The algae. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not taking this fish out again because I have killed betas. I have a bad rap with betas. Did I ever tell you that I killed Alan's fish, his beta? No. Did I ever tell you that? OK, so this is my son's father. And so we were pretty young when I had Tyler, my son. But um, I this was before that. He had moved into an apartment. And he had this really great beta that he had had for like a year or two. And it was a cool looking fish, real beautiful fins and everything. So he was cleaning out the, and it was just in a fish bowl. It wasn't in a tank, like a filtered tank. So it was sitting in a bowl and he was cleaning out the tank. Well, the fish jumped out of the bowl. They're very aggressive creatures. Yeah, I guess they can be. Yeah. So he said, turn on the light. It, cause it, it, it went down the sink, the disposal sink part. It flung <gasps> down there. So he went to grab it. And he goes, turn on the light. So I turned on the disposal <laughs> instead of the light because it was a new apartment. I almost ripped his fingers off, too, by the way. Let me mention. Oh, my God. So I did it for just like a split second. And he goes, no. And I was, I was like, oh, my God. He go- And so this is what I did. I go, well, it's probably suffering. So I turned the disposal back on <laughs> because I didn't I didn't want it to be suffering in there. so i i just kept i just turned back on he goes what are you doing i said it was suffering (laughs) so i turned it back on to get rid of it because i didn't want to he goes i would have taken it out i go it was dying there was no way that thing was gonna survive there was nothing more we could do for it (laughs) i had to leave he made me leave he was really upset I mean, no no kidding. I mean it's a terrible, terrible thing that I did. It was an accident. I mean it was an epic awkward moment. <laughs> oh my God. Like <laughs> that is epic. It is like Hall of Fame, ugly and awkward moment. What what made it worse for him, his face, and this is really when I knew it was over for us. Is his face when I turned the disposal back on. Because in my mind I'm being humane. <laughs> In his mind, I am a psychopath, and so he's like, "Why, why?" <laughs> so it still makes sense to me, but it's—I'm sure it was not something you wanted to see. Someone do is you know completely cremate your fish in the disposal. <sighs> I mean, you can see my thinking, though, right? I mean, well, to
0: be honest, it probably had slid past the blades and was already <clears throat> gone
1: down the. Oh. the drain well i don't know i don't know how this i don't know what disposals look like in there i i really don't i well they have a drain I, and well obviously so yes but the water wasn't running or anything so oh. i think it was just laying in there until i killed it brutally i just uh-huh. uh, it's amazing that I, how i function and how people want to be around me and stuff. There's just no way. I just don't. All, I don't know why I have friends. <laughs> I don't. I really don't get it. Unless they just have too many people that story. <laughs> I think that they're friends with me just to see what I'll do next. They're just like, yeah. no, you got to be friends with her. She's I actually, insane. Actually, I've had people tell me that before.
0: Really? That, you know, they're just like, I just always you know curious what's going to happen next. I never know what you're going to do or say. So I just figured I'll stick around and <laughs> be your friend. It's like having a mini circus and packed up in one person hey
1: hugs let's talk avon yes avon we at the ugly truth are happy to endorse their products because we use them and we love them check out our site for yourself you'll always find free shipping on purchases of 40 dollars or more all you have to do is go to the ugly truth website click on the avon link and you will be in the ugly truth avon shop I know you'll find something that you just can't live without. So check it out now. Thank you so much for supporting The Ugly Truth.
0: Well, you started to tell me about being in Santa Clara with Malia. What
1: were you guys doing there? Well, she had cheer camp. And so uh, their cheer camp was in Santa Clara at the, um, the Hyatt. The Hyatt is huge there. And they have these ballrooms that can hold like 2,000 people. Oh, wow. And so they do the cheer camps there. And it's really cool because, you know, in the summer in California, it's pretty warm. And to do cheerleading and stunting and all that stuff outside, it can get kind of dangerous with with heat stroke and all that stuff. And so they did it in the Hyatt ballrooms. And it was amazing. And they had a great time. She had a wonderful time. The camp was Friday through Sunday. They started like noon on Friday. And then we picked her up at like eight o'clock Sunday night. Because they spent like six hours at Great America because it's right across the street. Oh, how fun. Yeah, and it, it's in the, actually in the same parking lot as the Hyatt. And then across from that is Levi Stadium where the 49ers play. So it's all... Oh. You literally can walk to all of it from these hotels. So San Jose traffic as you said earlier, is probably equal to LA traffic on the 405. It's bad. It's really, really bad. The commute is brutal.
0: I just remember there being this one little highway that mm-hmm. literally goes through town. Yes. That's Mission Avenue. But it's a highway. And kind there's, of. Yeah. there's no other way you have to go. You have to take Mission. You have
1: to go that yes. way. Yes. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's very, very, it's never not bumper to bumper. So anyway, because of who I am and because Malia is my child, we were not looking forward to having to get up at like 4 a.m. to leave at 5 a.m. to be in Santa Clara by 10. It just, because it would have been three and a half hours to get there. Normally it's two with no traffic, but with traffic it's three and a half or four hours. And that's if you don't stop at all for anything. And so we weren't looking forward to that. And Daryl is a pro at Bay Area traffic now because he tra- he commutes in all the time. So I had the brilliant idea that we would just go Thursday night, stay in a hotel. That sounds like something I would do. And then we'll, we'll just be there. We'll just be there. And then we'll just literally walk over to the Hyatt. Because the Hyatt was, there was no way we could stay there. But the Hilton next door was available. And so I said, hey, and if we get executive level rooms, not only will we have a view, but we'll have breakfast because level floor eight is for executives and they have a full free breakfast there. And it's like not like go downstairs and get a wrapped Danish. It's like eggs, omelets, espresso, everything. And it was only like $30 more. And I'm like, yeah, do it. So Daryl's like, all right. So he booked a hotel. So he drove down Thursday night, checked in the Hilton at least in Santa Clara, is so nice. It's really, really nice. Yeah, usually they're kind of dumpy. Yeah, this is not dumpy. And so we had a view of Levi Stadium and Great America, and we could see Malia's hotel for the week next door. And so it was just really great. Uh, Daryl and I went downstairs. Now, um, on Sunday, when we were coming to get her, there was going to be a big soccer game at Levi Stadium. It was Manchester United and Real Madrid, both very, very popular teams um because england and spain i mean that's just they're like huge soccer it's like mexico and united states are they college teams no these are pro this is pro okay okay i mean manchester united is where uh posh spice's husband i think started his career oh Um, okay. what's that cute that cute guy's name david beckham david beckham started at manchester i believe started in manchester united so uh, so we're sitting downstairs in the ba- in the bar having a cocktail so Malia could have some time to just chill and, you know, have some space because she had been around us enough. And yeah. so we went down and had a cocktail and the goalie for Real Madrid was down there, which we of course we know nothing. We literally do- I know nothing about soccer, but it was clear that he was an athlete. So when we found out who the who the teams were playing I immediately googled and found I'm like oh it's the goalie I'm like that's kind of cool and you know he was really nice and everything and anybody else when they came down any every there was if they had seen him it would have been like a mob cuz the fans are like it's like football for mm-hmm. us if, if Derek Carr had been there I'd been like such a big fan Derek Carr you know I would have been all in on it but right. anyway it was kind of nice just to see an athlete, you know, see the athlete that was playing on Sunday. And they lost, by the way. Oh, But anyway, so we did that and took her over to the Hyatt. And I had my awkward moment there, of course. You know, and then we decided to head home because... We were coming back on Sunday because we went to the Giants game on Sunday. Oh, they lost. But we went in the traffic again. Horrific. Right. But we finally got in. And I because the Giants are losing right now, they're just like so bad. They haven't been this bad in forever. The seats, low level seats are super cheap. (laughs) So you can sit. Behind the dugout, I think we paid $65 a ticket. That's not bad. We were right behind the, the uh, Giants' dugout, so I could see Mad Bum up close and personal. He's such a dream. Oh, my God. He's such a cutie pie. Oh, my God. He's so cute. He was standing there. I'm like, is that Mad Garner? Oh, my God. And I'm like, he's really cute. And Daryl's like, yes, there he is. And I'm like, man, is he yeah, pitching that's, today? That's kind of why he has his own nice truck, too. Named after him. Yeah, he buys his wife horses for their anniversary and stuff. Like, he's just... Well, we've talked about Mad Bum before. Everyone has ever heard about me talk about Mad Bum knows, you know, he's in the file, perhaps. He's he's in the deck of cards. He might be. Um, So sitting next to us was this person. And we sat down... He was kind of a tall dude and he was wearing like a button up shirt and slacks and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, but I could see that he kept turning and looking at me and I was like, well, maybe he thinks he knows me or something because we don't sit in these seats ever because they're like $800 tickets any other season. So I'm like, well, you know, whatever. So (laughs) I love Cracker Jacks. And I always like to eat Cracker Jacks when we go to a Giants game. It's the only time I eat them. I, I just love them for some reason. I've always, since I was little, I've loved Cracker Jacks. So Lucille, who is the mascot for the Giants, is standing on the dugout and it's the seventh inning stretch. And so we're all standing up and they're singing, take me out to the ball game. And the part where they say, buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks, Lucille throws Cracker Jacks out at everybody. Yeah. I'm I'm a shrimp compared to Daryl and this person standing next to me. But, you know, I reach up and I almost snagged a bag of the Cracker Jacks. I'm like, oh, oh, well. So we sit down and we're just chit-chatting. And the gentleman goes, oh, excuse me, here, you can have these. And he gave me the Cracker Jacks. Uh huh. Daryl was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what what is happening? Why, why is he giving you Cracker Jacks? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, should I eat them? (laughs) Uh, Right. You want me to give them back? You want me to just say no, thank you. Like, I don't know what we're doing. Like he gave me the Cracker Jacks. What do you, what do I say? And I'm not wearing anything slutty or anything. I'm just wearing a Giants jersey and you know, normal. And so he goes, no, no, you can eat them. I'm like, are you sure? Do you want me to choke on him or something? I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, all right. He goes, I just feel like he's trying to be like, look, I got you the Cracker Jacks. And I'm like, okay. God. So of course I ate them. There's a lot of testosterone going on here. So. A lot of stink. A lot of stink. <laughs> and so I ate a few. And of course, when I opened the bag, I turned him like thanks again. He's like, Oh, you're welcome. You're you're very welcome. I'm like, okay, thanks. And so, you know, eating them. And so the game ends, they lose. Oh well. So we get up and we walk out. Daryl is like making a beeline, like we are leaving. He was like, jealous is not the word. Jealous is not the word. He's like, well, I wanted to get you Cracker Jacks. I'm like, well, you could have, I guess you could have gone and purchased some. I don't know really what we're doing. I don't get the guy thing. I mean, I understand the theory. Like this rando man saw that I wanted Cracker Jacks, got the Cracker Jacks and gave them to me. That apparently was offensive. To Daryl, you know, I find that jealousy pokes
0: its head out mm-hmm. at the most awkward times. It's a when weird it, thing when it comes to guys. Yeah, like there's times in my mind where I feel like you should totally be like jealous. You know, excuse me, right now, <laughs> you know, but this is my lady. Then there's other times where <laughs> Victor's totally getting, like, pissed off and angry. And I'm like, what's the matter with you? Yeah, I don't get just, it. And then he'll tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? That is and not I'm even... Just like, you're being... Re- ridiculous. It doesn't like, even register. <laughs> you know, he's just like, well, I just didn't like the way he looked at you when you, when you bent over to tie your shoe. Oh, and I'm God just sake. like, he probably was looking at me because I was blocking the way or something <laughs> like that or you know, whatever. Right. Right. It, it just, you know, but they come up with like the most ridiculous scenarios. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't register yeah. what makes men jealous. That's one thing in life I've, I've never figured out is yes.
1: what scenarios <laughs> makes them jealous. Yeah, it's weird because I trust that he has his reasons. Like There must be a vibe, some kind of kinetic energy that they sense off of other he- other males Could be. that makes them re- recognize that this guy is, is getting a little too close for comfort. We don't recognize it because... This man has no chance. I'm not even considering you. Right. So, I mean, the the confusing, you know, handing me a token of his affection like I'm a penguin and he's giving me a stone is not yeah, happening. Right. I'm not accepting any stone. I'm just he handed me a bag of free cracker jacks by the way. It's not like he went down to the snack bar purchased a bag of cracker jacks and said i heard that you said you wanted them here you go that's not what happened (laughs) but i we we came home on sunday night with malia i said oh here's some garbage i go should i take these in the crack he goes i'm throwing those in the garbage (laughs) like he took them and threw them away it was hilarious
0: i know know. it was hilarious is that it's not like he's feeding him to me while i'm on my knees or (laughs) something it's not like i I said feed them to me no it's just it's true there must be like a male to male
1: vibe or something or i do think that there must be the the testosterone like i said i just think there's a they they give off some kind of pheromone and other males go they they perk up and they go what what, what's happening no that's not you. That's not for you. Not for you. Yeah. But here's the, here's the big story that happened, and then we can move on to the UFC. OK. So we're on our way back from taking Malia. We're driving home on Friday afternoon. The traffic was horrible, and we couldn't figure out why. I, unfortunately, had one too many gin and tonics, and I was a bit hungover when we, when we came home on Friday. <laughs> anyway, so we're on our way home, and uh, Daryl has a phone call that he has to take. Uh, like at one o'clock and so we decide hey let's stop at the outlets we'll get something to eat or drink because I needed something to eat or drink at this point because I hadn't had anything in like 15 hours and I'll go like wander around the shops you know because if the outlets are there and you can sit and do your call he's like okay because you know what no let's get let's get real food so there's a Tahoe Joe's uh-huh. we go in they've been open for like an hour so it's like oh perfect they sit us right down we order our food and we're just sitting there waiting. And he goes, I have to take this call. And I'm like, all right. And so he goes, but I'll be right back. It's not even going to be 15 minutes. And I'm like, OK. So he leaves. And our food comes the second he leaves. He took like two bites of a fry and then he walked out to take the call. Now, I am not a person who can't eat alone. I have no problem with it. It's no big deal. I don't feel weird. You know, we're in a booth. It's no no problem. Well, the call ran over. And so the waitress, who was really, really nice, she's like, where did he go? And I said, oh, he had to take a call, but he'll be back. She goes, well, he's been gone for like 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's OK. And I finished my I completely finished eating, drinking, and everything. And she's like, do you think I should maybe wrap this up his meal? And I said, yeah, you probably should. So she wrapped it up. At this point, she kept coming back like every couple of minutes. And she said, um, you know, we don't even see him out there. And I said, He did not leave me. It's okay. And so at this point, I'm thinking, God, they're going to probably think we're dining and dashing or something. So I picked up my I took my wallet out and I said, no, I'm going to pay for the lunch and everything. She's like, Okay. And she's like, I'm not trying to rush you, but I'm a little concerned. And I'm like, why are you concerned? She goes, well, I mean, I don't I don't understand. Like, is he coming back? I said, "I, I would hope so. Yes. Yes, he's coming back. She's like, all right. But it had been 15 minutes and there was no sign of him. So this guy walks in and she she perks up. She goes, oh, oh, she goes, oh, never mind. That's just Nick, the bartender. And I said, OK, well, I'm sure I'm sure he's out there somewhere. And so ultimately, I paid the bill and she's like, I'm really sorry. Like, is everything? In, I mean, and now the wait staff is like wondering if I've been abandoned. It literally they were super concerned. You keep telling
0: him he he's coming back. He's on a call. And it
1: just took, and in my mind, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm half annoyed because I'm having to, I sound like I'm coming up with excuses for some horrible person I'm with. Like he left me and, you know, we had a fight or whatever, you know, it's like, it was a really odd thing. And I, I did not have any problems with it until they were, they kept, you know, they were like, you know, we would have sat with you or something. I'm like. I'm not fragile. It's fine. Thank you. And I gave her a real big tip and I said, thanks. And I walked out the door and he's sitting in the car. I would have left. I did. I left. It had been 20 minutes. I was not, I was done sitting by myself. And so I left and he comes out, I come out and he's in the car and he looks at me like, what are you doing? Like, I'm being ridiculous. And I came in, and the call is still going. So finally, the call ends, and he goes, I'm so sorry. And I go, you have no idea what I went through. I had no idea it was such a big deal for someone to leave to take a call. I said, however, I knew when you left that you weren't coming back, because his calls never only go 10 or 15 minutes. They go forever. They they are very long-winded people, all of them, including Daryl. And so I said, it was really odd. It was awkward for sure. And I said, and they were, I think they were just really concerned that you were some kind of horrible person and that you had left me at Tahoe Joe's in Vacaville. And I said, it was was kind of funny, but not, you know, I wasn't uncomfortable, like, I need to get out of here. It was just like, I've had enough of this scenario. I'm out. So you just? I just left. So you told him everything that had happened yeah. and, then and he what felt like, he say? Oh, my God. He was so apologetic. He was mortified. He felt horrible. <laughs> He's like, I'm the worst husband in the world. I'm like, well, you're not you're the like, worst yes, husband.
0: You are. Well,
1: I did. I made sure. I mean, you know, I made him feel a little bad. You know, I well, did make him I feel mean, bad. I mean, it, it was kind of shitty. They were the ones
0: that were freaking out. I mean, I don't know why they were. Maybe. The, well, it was Vacaville. They're all a bunch of tweakers there. Well,
1: that's kind of it. And not only that, but it's like there was only like three people in the place. It was, it's a Friday afternoon and there's no lunch rush. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's Vacaville. Like you said, (laughs) I mean, it's the outlets. I don't, I think their busy times are probably just the weekends and Sunday morning. I'm not sure, but it was probably more adventure than they've had in a really long time on a Friday afternoon. But I just said, you know, it wasn't ideal for sure, but you know, Now you have this burger. I you're gonna have to eat it when we get home. So he eats it. I go, how's that guilt burger? Because now he could barely choke it down. I'm like, would you like some cracker jacks with that? Yeah. (laughs) Oh God. Seriously.
0: You just wouldn't let it go.
1: No, of course not. I'm gonna turn the knife. Absolutely. You're funny.
0: so speaking of inflicting pain, yes. this weekend yes. is the biggest, probably, UFC fight that uh, In a everyone while. has been anticipating.
1: Yes. I hope it goes it, through with a bang.
0: It's uh, John Jones versus Daniel Cormier. Mm-hmm. So this fight's been coming for oh, what, like like a, a year or two, two years now, at least. Yeah. I personally am rooting for Daniel Cormier. That's just my my personal mm-hmm. choice yeah. because, you know, I like to see the underdog, which technically he's not the underdog because he's the champion. Although the odds, the Vegas odds would indicate otherwise. <laughs> the odds are not for, in, They're his, not in favor. his favor. Uh-uh. But, I mean, the reason being is, is, you know, he's never stepped out. He's always done what he's supposed to do. You know, people boo him. Yeah. The odds of
1: him winning are pretty low, I guess. Well, we'll see. I mean, I was telling Daryl yesterday, we were talking about the, the event and I said, you know, my whole mentality on the UFC has changed so much uh, since when I first started watching it, it was so bloody. And then now the athletes are so trained in their in their sets of, you know, jujitsu and Muay Thai and stuff. It's It's not as bloody as it used to be. Sometimes you get it, but I mean, for the most part, the super high level athletes, the blood is not nearly as bad as it once was. At least that's my opinion. But the other thing is, is that I get so, I personally, I don't know why, but I get so anxious because I know what I want to see and with the UFC specifically, it's never what you want to see. It's never what you expect or what you want to see, which is why it's so thrilling to watch. Like, you know, everything indicates that John Jones should win. He should win quickly. And it's put to rest this Cormier thing and be done with it. But reality is, is that that's not how these guys are. They are warriors. They are both warriors, mm-hmm. and although they both have their disadvantages, you know, John Jones is rusty, he's sober now, and Cormier is old, but, you know, he's also, like you said, he knows what it feels like to defend this title now. So it's like, there's a lot of stuff. So it's like, I get anxious, and I'm like, I don't even, you know, sometimes I, I'm one of those people, I don't even know if I can watch. I was thinking that the other day that I'm
0: just like, seriously, as soon as the thing starts, I, I saw myself running upstairs at your
1: <laughs> house, or I, like pl- Plugging my ears I seriously, or something. It's like, like that. I just it's almost too much. Like it's too much. I just get so invested because I get really emotionally invested in it just because it's exciting and fun to watch and then the the other thing about it though and I was telling Daryl is that you know I don't know if you know about that report that came out a couple of days ago about the football players who they I think it's called CTM or something it's that that brain uh their brains are a uh, football players. oh yeah 90 percent of football players at any level have some kind of damage to their brain, essentially Mm -hmm. concussion, something anyway, 90%. And it doesn't matter at what level they played, whether it's peewee or pro, they all have it. And it's terrifying to me. So now when I watch MMA fighters, and I'm sure at some point down the line, there will be a study on MMA fighters as far as their brains. It's hard to watch because these people are ultimately choosing to give themselves brain damage. I'm developing a conscience when I watch these sports now. And I mean, I don't know if that was ever the the fans were never considered when they did this study. It's all about the athletes and what risk they're putting themselves at. And so I watched MMA and I think, you know, I've seen Forrest Griffin after his, you know, he has brain damage. You can hear it when he talks, the way he walks, the way he uses his body. He clearly has actual brain damage. And I think it's one of those things where you have to just go, people choose to smoke. People choose to be alcoholics. Well, I mean, they choose to drink alcohol that causes Mm -hmm. damage. They choose to do drugs. You know, all of these things that that cause potential harm to your body, they do. And it's no different for a football player or an MMA fighter. They choose this line of work. They choose to do this because they have a special skill set. And they make money off of it. And that that's the risk they take. And I wonder if that's just something that we're just... Someone like me just has to come to peace with. So that's another part of it that I struggle with now. And it's really weird. I never thought that I would care. <laughs> but I kind of... I kind of well, care. I'm kind of with you as far as, like, developing a
0: conscience, too. Yeah. Is, is like a lot of the reason why I want Daniel Cormier to win is because he's a good guy. You right. know? Like John Jones, he's a bad person well in my in, in my your opinion. eyes, right, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. he has he's not being a bad person right now, right, but for the most part, he has not been a good person right right in in his life. he's made a lot of very poor choices for sure, he's for sure. made a lot of poor choices. And I think what upsets me the most is, is that he has such a huge fan base Mm -hmm. that people just don't care about the things that he's done. I think, well,
1: I, I can't speak to a fan base, but for people, you know, everyone, especially for an athlete, the path to redemption is part of the athletic world. You know, people fall. And they make stupid mistakes and then they get a path to redemption. Michael Vick is a big example of someone who did atrocious things, went to prison and literally got to play in the NFL again. It wasn't the same. And he had a lot of haters. I think John Jones does have a lot of haters, actually. But the UFC is banking on this dude because there are no superstars anymore. There are yeah. no big UFs. There's no big fight card money makers. John Jones is who it is. So we'll see. I mean, you know, we all have our opinions on people. So So what's your prediction then? <sighs> well, I think John Jones is going to win. I don't think he's gonna knock him out. I, I yeah. and I hope he doesn't take him to the ground because I think then Cormier has a chance.
0: Yeah. I, I really do.
1: And wouldn't that be insane? But I think John Jones, he's such a ridiculous creative athlete that he'll use every body part i know my prediction is that john jones will win the title and the ufc will think they're back on the path to you know huge sellout pay-per-view blah 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 so we'll see so anyway, well, we we should probably do our ugly and awkward moment yeah. and we can
0: talk about McGregor next week. Yeah, there's no there's no big rush to talk about that. No. I was just saying in case we ran out of stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. No, it's, it's uh, who knew we were going to talk about, you know, dildos. Eh. Who knew? Anyway, all right. So let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week.
0: Victor's been in Washington going on two weeks. Mm -hmm. He has a couple of routine medications that he takes every, you know, 30 days. Okay. So since he's been up there, some of them have come in and he has to have them sent to him up there in Washington. And so... I had to go to the UPS store and I'm just like, okay, because I was, we were talking and I'm like, how am I going to get these medications to you? Because right. he ran out of them up there. And so he's like, well, there's a UPS store up here. Go to the UPS store by our house and just send them and to this local UPS store. I'm oh, okay. like, oh, okay. And so I'm thinking, can you send medication though? That's to like, I
1: was going to ask.
0: Right, because I'm just like, what if they think it's just like, you know, some like their pills? Like, what if they think it's drugs? What if it's like fentanyl? It could be anything. So I put it in a bag before I like put it, like gave it to them to send. Right, like a bubble wrap bag, and I sealed it, and then I like wrote the address and everything like that. The specific medication was his pain pills. Oh. And so I was just like, oh, shit. I'm just like, what am I going to (laughs) do? You're already conspiring. I could say it's his blood pressure medication, and it's really important that he gets it. Right, right. And so I go to the UPS store. I'm like, or maybe they won't even ask. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe they just, you know, they know that people do this or... (laughs) They don't. You're I don't creating know, a really backstory know. for yourself. I'm totally like trying to plan like what I'm gonna say, like you Your know, scheme. My, <laughs> and I can just say that you know my husband's in Washington on base on you know a military mission. Oh and, my god! You know, so I'm like thinking all these things that I have to say, and so I'm talking to the guy about you know getting all the information everything, and he's like, and what is the contents of the package? And I'm like, um, um, <laughs> you totally forgot all of your stuff. Well, I just like freaked out. Cause I was just like, should I just be honest or what <laughs> should I say? And so I said, it's, um, medication. And he's like, okay. And so well, that's it, then, <laughs> and then he just moved on. And so I'm like, just wait like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I have a thing, I have a whole thing. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, I'm like, that's it, <laughs> like, that's all I had, I had my whole story set up. Oh, god. And so, anyways, funny. I was relieved. And then I'm just like, what if they open it up and they like look at it and <sighs> they like, you know,
1: that's but hilarious. Anyways, he
0: didn't, he put all the stickers on there and everything like that. Oh, and my so, god. <laughs> Anyways, I
1: was totally freaked out though. You're like, wait a minute. I have a I have a story for you. Hold on. Let me I make this t- even worse for myself. Yeah,
0: cuz then when you open it later, you're going to see that I was lying and then <laughs> then who knows
1: where that medication will go. So, that is so typical. God, I do that. Well, I mean, shit. I, I just I experienced a full on backstory at Taco Joe's. I had a whole yeah, staff really. coming up with a million things going, you know, I'm like, yes, because doesn't he look like just the worst human on the planet? Yeah, really? <laughs> God. He- He has that mob look, like he had to, you know, just
0: up and go and you know hack someone in his in his collared shirt and chinos,
1: guys. (laughs) Jesus. Anyway, okay, so like I said, we Malia's cheer camp was at the Hyatt in Santa Clara, and so we parked in the parking lot. We got a really good spot, which was shocking, but we got a great spot. So we're walking and we're just blah 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 talking and. There was, I mean, the ever so slightest change in the road, like in the parking lot. There was like a little bump up, like not even a centimeter. Like it was hardly anything. And I tripped. I did not fall, (laughs) but I tripped. And Malia goes, oh, I did that too. But of course, when Malia does it, you didn't even notice. But when I do it, it's like, you know, a clown just flung itself into the street so I was like, "God damn!" It. And then you know, it's one of those things. It's just total human nature to turn around and point at it, like, "Guys, Every, everyone always have to blame someone or something." Well, you just have to go. Everyone, watch for that non-existent bump in the road, okay? Because I just tripped over it. It's, it's like Carrie. That is dangerous yes that is a safety violation right and so haha and you know Daryl of course is laughing and I'm like I know I literally trip over literally nothing it was like this little bump so comes Sunday evening and we're back to pick Malia up from cheer camp and we walk I don't even know how we did it but we literally I literally walked the same path and sure enough I tripped over the same exact spot Same exact spot, but it was more dramatic because I truly forgot that I had tripped the first time. So I literally flung, didn't fall close, but didn't fall. Thank God. And I'm like, how am I the only human? ever to to trip over this undulation that's about two inches tall like how is that even possible but I did it twice because I'm an ug and that's what we do we find the one little thing and of course now at this point Daryl is like oh he did what Ryan does and I really wanted to punch him square in the mouth He's like, oh, I guess I just witnessed your awkward moment. I'm like, oh. I hate you. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just, I want to punch you really, really hard right now. But I'm afraid I would trip. So that's not going to happen. Yeah, really. I say whatever, guilt burger. He's like, Hey like, You're the worst husband in the world, remember? <laughs> they got it at <laughs> Cracker funny. Jacks. I mean we had I mean, we had an arsenal of things to, to to throw at each other this weekend. It was awesome. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was Well, great. I think you win Thank because
0: you. Daryl got to see you do it <laughs> and talk about how it was your awkward moment.
1: God, that makes me so mad when he does that. But that's the thing is that when you tell me when your family does that to you, it makes me literally want to reach out and strangle them. And so when he did it to me, I said, this is what it feels like. I don't know how Paula hasn't pummeled this these people when they say that to her because it's so frustrating. It's bad enough that it's happening. You know, I don't need you to remind me. Take a note, mom. <laughs> it's like, come on.
0: I don't know. It's probably because I'm like the family invalid. Invalid? <laughs> They just treat me like I'm, you know, it's only a matter of days
1: before I'm like in a mechanical wheelchair. Please. That's funny, but not anyway. And you know what? You'll end up living with me because they're not going to do it.
0: They're going to yeah, be like, this.
1: they don't even clean up their clothes. You think they're going to take care of you? You'll be sitting in a dirty really? diaper for
0: days. I'll come back to this house and it'll be like a case of hoarders. You no, know, no yeah. clothes. And, and you'll be
1: sitting in the corner with a pile of diapers. I'll be like, all right, that's it. I'm taking over. And am like Screw you all. dogs and cats and they'll be found dead under a pile of clothes. No, that's I will never let that happen to you. I just want you to know that I will pull rank and I will care for you in a clean <laughs> home. That No, that won't happen. That won't happen. <laughs> if you get into a wheelchair, shit
0: gets real. So that's all no, i don't. No, I don't even know why I'd be in a wheelchair. I just threw that out there. Oh. So.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I'm just saying, I told Daryl, I said, you know, if you're ever in a diaper situation, I just want you to know that I'll hire the hottest nurse I can find to take care of you. Because the idea of changing a grown man's diapers, I mean, there's money oh. for that. There's money for yeah. that. Especially that if they're be- ill. That'd be really difficult. I mean, I would do it, but I I don't want to. So I'll just hire and I'll make it pleasant for him. We'll make it like a fetish thing. I'll hire a really hot like prostitute to come and change his diapers or something so that she can act like she loves it or something. If there is such a thing. Oh my God, there's got I'm not going to Google it because I don't want to know, but I'm sure that there are people. Yeah. And don't click on images. God, I'm not. (laughs) I'm just saying that if it ever came to that, I would want him to get some kind of pleasure out of a totally horrible thing. I don't want him to do it for me though. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want. No, No. God. No, 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 that's there is. Doesn't work that way. It doesn't no, work no, that no, way. No, no, no. Yeah, it's like, honey, I hired a really good-looking man to do this for you. I'm like, get out! <laughs>
0: right. I, want a, I want a mean old
1: nurse. Give me someone who's horrible, please. I want
0: an old Russian nurse that just <laughs> slaps those gloves on there, but she's done in like thirty seconds. It's like kill, roll
1: over. Yeah, that's what I want. I want nothing pleasant. I want it done quickly. She does the. <laughs> baby powder <laughs> you are done done i <laughs> will be back yeah exactly I see you that's tomorrow. what i want i want nothing pleasant i wanted to have a i want her to have a big mole on her face and i want her to be really really scary yeah that's what i want so that sounds good yes all right i think we're done yeah no yeah. i think we're
0: done too so <laughs> thanks everybody for joining us today and um by the time this drops well we'll definitely know who the uh, ufc uh, champion heavy is. light heavyweight champion is yes. if it's an and still or and new, new. hopefully it's in still but that's just my opinion that's okay please go to our amazon and avon links and yeah. do some shopping we will see you next week